What's up, Viva Fam? It's your girl, Ash Tone. Just want to shout out my new Etsy store. It is the Ash Tone shop on Etsy, where there are candles, jewelry, vintage rings. Just go check it out. It's a vibe. And yeah, I didn't want to keep you any longer. I ain't gonna hold you. Bye. What's up, Viva fam? You pressed the right button. You know how to press play. You know what the triangular means. Congratulations. You are listening to the Viva Live podcast. If you're new here and this is your first episode, buckle it the fuck up. Because if this is your very first episode and you're not familiar with the host, I, she, me, Ash Tone, the host with the most, you're in for a really, um, I was going to say a sketchy ride. <laughs> You're in for a sketchy ride. Buckle up, and I hope you love it here. Everyone else does. So, today's episode is going to be interesting, interesante, muy interesante. Let's just get into it, because there's no commercials, there's nothing to really do, so... I believe the title of this episode is called, um, The Answer is in the Silence. It has been a sentence that I have been repeating to myself for maybe the past two weeks, um, since about the end of April. Right? Maybe not. Since the beginning of May. I forget. We're in June. Happy June! We're in June. So since the beginning of May, like maybe like May 12th is when I started with the concept of um, the answer is in the silence. This is a freebie episode, so I'm not going to go too deep on it. But at the same time this episode is released, I have the part two released as well so if you want to hear part one well you're hearing part one's part one part two is also released so go ahead subscribe and listen to it to get the details about why i say the answers in the silence but let me make a commentary on society and human beings while i'm on the subject and that's this sorry I think as human beings, we're like always like we're trained to hunt and hunt and hunt and hunt, which that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to hunt or to search or to search or to search. But that's not really what I was trying to get at. I'm getting more at um, closure. There we go. As human beings, they program us to want closure all the time. And it's just like Bojack Horseman said on the show Bojack Horseman. I can't really remember the season. I believe it's season one. It's, uh, I think season one, episode five. If I'm not mistaken, that's how much I watch Bojack Horseman, that I can quote them by the seasons and the episodes. But it was like the little situation where Diane was sad because her family just like still wasn't respecting her. They still treated her like shit, even though she moved to L.A., made something of herself and then came back. 
they still were shitting on her. And so she was like all upset and depressed and angry. And Bojack told her that closure was invented by Hollywood to sell movie tickets. I believe that. I believe that because the answer is in the silence. Let's give some examples. What does that look like every day? The simplest one, the simplest one is through text messaging. Like, let's say you meet somebody, you're texting them, and then they ghost you. All right? There's two things, two ways to go about it. You could be one of those people that will demand an answer. I need closure. Why aren't you talking to me? Hello? Hey, hi, hi, hi. Over and over and over again. But you'd save yourself some dignity if you accept the fact that the answer is in the silence. You don't need closure. Make the call. There's silence. Make the call. It is what it is. And if it's something different, they will pop up in the messages, messaging you back saying, hey, was kind of busy. Hey, this, this and that. If it is meant to be. But if it's not meant to be and they ghost you, the answer is in the silence. What else? Let's say you're applying for a job and you don't hear anything back. The answer is in the silence. Let's say you ask someone, hey, do you want to get up and go work out with me? You text them in like an hour ahead of time that you don't hear anything back. People tend to like to send the question mark series, you know, the question, 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 question mark message right after they didn't get an answer from someone. But what my message is, is that the answer is in the silence. Now, should people be responding to you? And it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily a people thing. You know, it's sometimes like, will I get that house? The answer is in the silence. This is one of my favorite examples. A lot of times I like to ghost social media. I don't like to be on all the time for various reasons. We'll, we'll talk about it in the next episode. So click on to part two and I'll tell you. But um, I don't really like to be on social media all the, all the time. So I'll ghost for like a few days, months. It is, I don't know. I'm just a ghost. And when I ghost... Some people, not everybody, but some people like genuinely think I fell off, which whatever. But then I pop back up with my new projects, with my new content, with new shit. And then, you know, oh, she didn't fell off. The answers in the silence. So all that silence she was doing, all that ghosting on social media. Well, she was actually working and building and creating. So the answer is in the silence. It's never silent forever. Never. So, like, that's another thing, too, as human beings. Like, it ties back to what I was getting at with the chase. Like, they teach us to chase everything. Chase. Chase the answers. Chase the answers. But what I'm finding out is that the answers were already... Are, are, they're coming to you. You have to learn to wait. And it is so hard to be a waiter... <laughs> in a world full of chasers you know you see everyone running to their destination and then you're looking around thinking like should i be running too like but no you should be sitting and relaxing and enjoying 
um, I have a friend and we were talking or whatever. We were just talking about like how much we've changed our lives, you know, with certain concepts and things that we've learned. And so like, I was, I was telling him like, dude, imagine if like, you just tell everyone to just quit their job. Like whatever it is that you don't like, just quit it for a month and watch everything still be paid. And, and then I was telling them like, and that, that answer right there is just, is all you need to say, fuck this society and fuck working a job I hate. Like if you just out of nowhere, quit your job and realize, you know, it's scary. Nobody wants to quit their job and they got bills to do. You know, if, if you're going to test out, if you're going to test out this theory, I would recommend pay your bills first. Like whatever money you have, like make this your last 30 days. Like if you're going to do it, I would say plan ahead 30 days. I won't say plan to have like, you know, people's favorite thing is have six months worth of savings saved up. Where the hell? I mean, they could be, they could be, they could be. Cause if you're pulling in big bucks, but see, I don't talk to the people that pull in big bucks. You know why? I don't come from that. I don't come from a cloth where you're making hella money and then you could just throw in a couple thousand dollars in a savings. I don't come from that life. I come from the life where you used every single dollar to pay your bill. You still might got two left to pay and you got like 50 cents to rub together. And so people in those circumstances don't want to hear, oh, in order to get the life you want, you need to save up first before you quit your job, six months worth of living expenses. Like, who do you rely on yourself or God? And and that's also debatable. Not everyone believes in God, but I'm like, if you don't believe in God, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. And I honestly kind of want to say, just believe in God for the luck. Like, just believe in God just to have a better life. But... God isn't retarded. He knows when you fucking with him. And I wouldn't recommend doing that because he will definitely, definitely fuck your life up if he catches on that you're just using him. So I wouldn't recommend just believing in God for the good luck in life. But the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't see another way of going about this without having a friendship or relationship with the person that created it all. And there's bunches of gods. There's bunches of gods, you know. There's gods for your family. If you want to go about it that way, there's a god for your family. You have a family god. There is a god assigned to your whole generational line. Those are the ones that help you break generational curses. There's gods that you just might like. You might just want to stick to the all the alpha and the omega god. The one that got all this shit popping. It really don't matter, but what I'm saying is, it's just going to be a lot harder to have all the luck that I'm talking about, you know, and I'm talking about like, oh, I bet you if you just stop going to work for a month, everything will magically get paid. A lot of that is because of God, <laughs> because of God. And it doesn't have to be all spiritual or biblical or religious. It's kind of like um, one plus one is two rely on God. He takes care of you. Like that's the same math problem. And then you get into prayer. I'm not trying to get too deep into this, but it just thought in my head, you get into prayer, which is basically if you're, if, if you like, so, okay, now we've quit our job. We're like, all right, now God, now what? Now what? 
the answer is in the silence. You have to get silent because God isn't loud. You know how you have these celebrities and they all loud. Like they just loud, just loud, just loud. Like shut the fuck up. Like if you were really doing this well in life, you wouldn't have to be so loud about it. Why? Because the answer is in the silence. The answer is in the silence. So the silence. How do you create silence? You have to get rid of all the noise in your life. You have to get rid of all the commotion in your life in order to peaceably sit down in silence to hear what your next steps are from God. Now, with that being said, not necessarily, I guess God, I guess God, it could even be your own higher consciousness. Like it's a set of instructions that like, once you sit in quiet, you hear like, it's like this something that's guiding you and then you get an idea like the same influence when you get a really good idea and you're like hey I got a good idea that's the same way that God talks to you in a form of good ideas but sometimes it'll be like you know what how about you go grocery shopping right this second and then you get up you don't know why you want to go grocery shopping you just had this feeling this urge to go so you get up and you go grocery shopping while you're grocery shopping you run into someone that's like doing a startup and then they need someone that have the skills you have and then you guys network link up and you've got a new job that's why i say like people that are in miserable situations watch you let everything that makes you miserable go and watch everything still be taken care of because that's the biggest thing people that come from the struggle just don't want to let go of their jobs their jobs, their comfort zone, like whatever it is that they're clinging to. I just speak to jobs because like, I'm really good at making money and I can speak on making money. I'm telling you, like I've been to the bottom of the bottom. I know how to come from there. The alchemy, the Phoenix rising of being broke to, to being abundant. So that's why I use those examples. But anyways, yeah, the answer's in the silence. I don't think this is going to be a long episode because I have to still close out this one and start recording too so it could be out at the same time. Let's go here. What else? I don't know. That was pretty much it. I don't want to go into too much detail because the elite, not the elite. I'm not going to, do I blame everything on the elite? I kind of do, but because it's because like they really don't want, they really don't want people to know this. Like, it's like, it's sad in a way, you know, it's sad for me. And and like I say, I, I am no Jesus Christ. I know what I've learned, especially like since last year from last year to today i know all the shit that i've learned that's like life-changing like like when like that's all i can say that's all i can say and you know like the usual response of what everyone does is they do the jesus method they want to go and they teach everybody 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 Mm-mm, not I like it's just in my head <laughs> like it's but but I'm not that selfish I do drop certain gems and breadcrumbs in my podcast but like the point is is like there's a lot of people in charge of the media that don't want people to know this like 
I mean, it's obvious why, but they don't want people to know that, like, dude, there is a higher power out there for real. Whether you're an atheist or not, there's a higher power out there. And if you can, in a way, figure out how to work with them according to your human design, like, you won't ever suffer in a way where you are working at a job you don't like, you are spending exorbitant amounts of money just to survive, you are spending exorbitant amounts of energy hanging around people you don't like in a family you don't relate to. Like, just, just that simple concept of, like, surrendering all the things that don't make you feel good and then just trusting your intuition and your connection to your source, your higher power, your God, your higher consciousness, whatever it is to you. Just doing that simple thing will literally change your life. Like, within three months, you would notice, like, a remarkable difference. Six months, you won't even remember where you were six months ago. Like, you you, you just look back and and just be like, wow, I changed so much. A year? Two years? It's it's a wrap from there. (sighs) I haven't really been on social media to, like know any tea to like talk about it i heard the little mermaid did really well i was telling another one of my friends that this morning about how like i never care about representation i don't think it's a big deal just my opinion only reason why I don't think it's a big deal is because I've already been through it. I've already been through, you know, being a child and there is no representation except Caucasian. And you just learn to grow up and learn that you're a star, even though you don't see it reflected in your everyday entertainment and media. That does not mean that it's still not necessary to have representation, though. And that's what I've learned. I learned it with Miles Morales because my son loves Miles Morales. Like, that was the best thing Hollywood could have ever done for my kid. So I can only imagine what Little Mermaid is doing to little girls. Shout out to Hallie. I still don't like her boyfriend, though. But I don't really like him in a way like I actually have, like, set beef. I just don't particularly care for his character in Hollywood. Because I don't really know anybody enough to be like, oh, I don't like you. I just wanted to make that clear. And also, too, I don't really give a fuck about people enough to not like them. But, yeah, I think Little Mermaid, according, you know, it's hard to tell with the media. Because the media is so biased and they always have some type of agenda. So they're going to always sway information in the direction that they want people to think of. But one thing I can say is representation matters just because I've seen it affect children in a good way so I can only imagine what Little Mermaid did to little black girls if only if only if only can I say it again if only the other women in Hollywood would catch the torch that Hallie just passed Cardi B Nicki Minaj all the other whores why did I say whores Because I'm just so sick of whole behavior being presented like it's the wave. It's a category. It is what it is. It exists. There are some people that are whores and there's some people that aren't. But for it to be mainstream, it's getting out of control. It's getting out of control. We need ladies on this planet. We need ladies, actual women. Because 
Yeah, I was going to say because whores aren't ladies and they aren't women. Because they're not. They're not. They're toys. They're gym equipment. Like, they're not real people. That's why not everyone can be a whore. Because not everyone can handle being treated like an object or being sexified or objectified. Not everyone can psychologically deal with that. Whores can. How do you know you're a whore? You just know. You just know you're a whore. There are some whores that love being a whore. They sing about being a whore. They dream about being a whore. Whore life is them. And I ain't mad at it. You are who you are. Be who you are. If you're a whore, be a whore. Like I said, though, majority of these women are not whores, yet they're acting like one. But they're not whores. Like, you're not whores. That's why they can't deal with the answer being in a silence. That's why they send multiple annoying messages back and forth. That's why they are clingy. That's why they do a lot of shit that's toxic. It's because it's toxic to be treated like an object. When you're treated like a piece of trash, you feel like trash and you become trash. So, with that being said, whether Hallie is, you know, her persona in Hollywood in real life or Ratchet, I appreciate that the fact that she really keeps a cleaner image because I don't think she knows this, but it really is helpful. It really is helpful to have another woman in Hollywood that children can relate to. That's not forcibly being grown. You know what I mean? Like, uh, who is that? It's this girl. And everyone always be like, oh, she's so, oh, Marci Martin. People are always just like raving. Oh, what a lady, what a classic. I personally feel like she's a little too grown. Not like, oh, slow down, slow down. But I'm like, dude, like you have, you have the rest of your life to dress like you're 28. You're like, what, 18, 19? Do 18, 19 year old shit. It's, you're not going to miss out on anything. The answers in the silence. You're not going to miss out on anything by just slowing your roll. Slowing your roll will not, you won't miss out. So, like, I just don't like how, like, but that's kind of always been the thing. What is it that all the Disney girls love to do? They love to bust it wide open to prove I'm not a little girl anymore. It's like, you don't have to shout that you're not a little girl anymore. We all know when you're not a little girl anymore. Trust me, these niggas been counting down till the day you turn 18. They know when you're not a little girl anymore. You don't got to bust it wide open. You don't got to come out grown. You don't have to give any type of visual to show people you're grown now. We know. We know. We know. And I feel like that's what a lot of little girls feel forced to do, which is odd, which is odd because they do all that and force themselves to be grown just for a lot of these grown men to want to go date younger girls. But that's a whole nother conversation. So it's just weird. It just feel like it's good that Holly did the Little Mermaid. I talked a lot of, I didn't talk a lot of shit. I talked a lot of shit about the marketing, how Disney went about marketing it, which didn't I tell you? Amazing. I knew them doing that marketing trick when they first start doing it with the whole black backlash. I knew a lot of people were going to watch it because of that. I really don't think there was black backlash. I really don't. But 
The marketing of the movie was genius using Hallie was genius because if the goal was to make money, I know they made it. I know they made it. And honestly, I've just been watching Hallie, especially after the premiere and all the appearances she's been doing, very poised. Like, clap. Can we give a a clap for Hallie? Because, like, she is really, like, being a great representation of... In my opinion, she could always change and I'll change my opinion. But as of right now, she's being a great representation of what a black woman can be. You can be sexy. You can be this. You can be all of it. But you don't have to be a whore about it. And I think that's why we're all a little bit upset with Chloe. Because we know Chloe comes from the same cloth as Hallie. Chloe can figure out how to balance her sexuality and her sensualness without following the Ice Spice, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B blueprint. You don't always have to bust it open. But if you want to bust it open, bust it open. But this is the thing. If you don't really want to bust it open and you busted it open, we're going to see that and cringe. And then don't jump down our throats talking about, so. oh, you guys are always judging. It's like, no, we can just pick up on awkward ass energy. And we know when someone's not being themselves. So yeah, I guess that's it. Luckily, it's interesting for me because my daughter does not really like mainstream media. She's more like, do you call it kuwai? (laughs) I hope it's, she's more into like anime and uh, she's definitely in in like, uh, like Asian content. Like she likes the whole dressing up like Princess Peach. Like she's very kuwai. I believe now they're calling it e-girl. I don't know. But so she's not really watching the whole the whole scene right now where everyone just wants to bend it over and bust it open. She's more like into cartoons and watching like and yeah, like there's a lot of sexy girls in anime. But they're whooping ass and taking names. You know what I mean? They're not just busting it open for busting it open for a bag. Can we sexily kick ass and take names? not sexily bust it open for a bag a bag you're not gonna have next year come on like that's another thing you're busting it open and it's not even for infinite amounts of money you're busting it open for something that's gonna be gone next year (sighs) whatever i'm not gonna dwell on that anymore i guess that's it I was thinking more about, like, that topic, and I was thinking, like, watch your kids, because, like, I mean, the media has never cared about kids, but at least they used to try to, like, put in positive messages for the kids, especially in the 90s. They was really good about that. In the 2000s, you know, make sure there's a positive message for the kids, protect the kids. Nowadays, they don't give a fuck. They will put Cardi B busting it open on Disney Channel if it would make them a bag. And it's up to you to decide as a parent if you're going to allow your child to have that type of programming. Not mine. Not mine. Not mine. It's just so sad, though, because, like, you could definitely see the agenda. Like, women are, women are, like, divine. Like, and honestly, I kind of feel like God may have been a woman because a woman is the only one that can get pregnant. You know, like a man wouldn't just pop up with a baby. And so when you look at how like the world got started, you know, what they say, the big boom, or they say that there was a 
preordained energy, whatever the case is, only a woman can get pregnant and birth things out of nothing. You know, like look at Mary. She had Jesus and supposedly she was a virgin. How does that happen? Only a woman could be possible, could possibly do that. All you need is a little bit of sperm and you could just have a baby. You don't really need a physical being. So, I don't know. I think God might be a woman because she birthed all of this out of nothing. But with that being said, what was I, what was I getting at? Oh, that f- women are divine creatures and women are really meant to be loved, cherished, valued. But we're also meant to guide and shape and teach humanity. And see, we can't be taken serious and respected because the media has already programmed us to bust it open. That's not what we're meant to do. Yeah, you know, certain men will find a certain woman and she could bust it open all they want, all she wants for him. It's not necessarily about the whole getting married before you do it or, or being a solid. It's not really about that. It's really about what feels good to you. And like I'm saying, it don't feel good to be objectified. I know, like it don't feel good. It don't feel good. So stop pretending like it do. Stop lying like it do. Because if it did, Black China wouldn't try to be a Christian today. Women have such a higher role in society than what we're living with, you know? And I feel like the biggest distraction was like us as women trying to compete in men's spaces. Like the day we decided we wanted to be equal to a man was the day we done fucked up. That was the day we fucked up because our jobs, our gifts are not related to what men could do. Men have their lane. They have their role. They need to do that role. We can't be equal in that. Why would you want to? You can do so much more, so much more. You can do magic. You can talk to God. You can create realities. Like you can create life. Like you, women can do so much more. And you know, a woman, you know, like, like in, in, in hip hop mainstream media, they pretend like women are only good for busting it open because it's not just the women. I'm not just jumping down you women's neck. It's you niggas too. The reason why I said it's you niggas and not you men is because I really think it's niggas and niggas isn't a race. You know, you could be a white nigga. Like I live across the street. Well, not street, but I live across the road for some niggas. So it ain't a color. If you a nigga, you a nigga. And the reason why I'm saying that is because only a nigga would promote this agenda that dehumanizes, that takes women out of their power. And then they cry and complain that they can't find another woman, that they can't find a good, decent woman. And it's like, because you've already played a part in taking women away from their power you've already played that part so don't cry now don't cry now like this is the karma of what you've put out and and that's simple like it could be if you just want a video vixen shaking ass like don't cry that the majority is being what you put out don't cry because not everybody is mentally strong not everybody is solid in who they are as a character so that means that everything that glitz and glamours, everything that the mainstream says is cool and this is the thing to do, they're going to run and do it. So don't get mad that most of the women are brainwashed and they're whores now or money hungry or just not feminine. Don't get mad because you guys put that in the media for years, for years you put that in the media. And then what? All the good girls, all the good girls, they don't want to be alone. They don't want to be left with these dubs with the loser type of guys. So what are they going to do? They're going to do what they need to do, become who they need to be to get the man that they want. And in the media, they're showing that men want girls like Cardi B, like Nicki Minaj. So why are more uh, Kim Kardashian? And that's why girls are trying to do it. It has nothing to do with anything else but the fact that they think men find that attractive. And that's what they're trying to be, attractive. Why? 
Why? Because it still goes back to gender roles. Because at the end of the day, women and men are meant to be partners. So yeah, niggas put that, put that, helped spread the agenda and the word. And now they're sad and mad. Women really should be in a different power. Like women should be treated as queens. I don't know how it's going to work now. It's a lot of organization and deprogramming that needs to happen. Maybe this group of people are just a lost cause. Or maybe we can get more people like Hallie that show good examples of how you can encompass being a woman and show all that without busting it open. Unless you're meant to do that. Like like I said, there are people meant to be whores. I was going to say a name, but that might be taken offensive. Should I just say it? Yeah, I think, nah, I'm not. <laughs> like, literally, my gut was like, nah, bitch, don't, because that will be the drama that you have. And I do not want my name popping because of drama. Also, I just don't think I'm fit for drama, like, in, like, let's say, like, I don't think it would be in Shade Room, but, like, let's say, like, Shade Room, Hollywood Unlocked Drama. If I'm ever in that, it would not go very well. <laughs> it would not go very well for anybody. <laughs> simply because like I have zero fears like the only fear I have is the fact that I don't have fear and I gotta stop myself from a lot of shit because I don't scare I don't fear nothing so it's like I have to check myself because usually fear will stop people from doing things Nah, I gotta check myself because I fear nothing so I will be in a situation uh, all because I wasn't scared to not do it and also like it's just not good energy to have beef and drama and that's not what i'm here for that's the ultimate reason so viva fam i think that's gonna be it hopefully you enjoyed the episode i gotta pee so i gotta leave studio you can always follow me on instagram at bossypowderboots.co click that link in the bio to access the viva life podcast blog site and my Etsy shop. I have an Etsy shop now. Check it out. It got vintage rings. It has some Swarovski dupes. And yeah, I'm going to go. Follow the Viva Life podcast on all socials, TikTok and Instagram at Viva Life Podcast. And I believe that's it. Bye.